Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, here we go. I don't even know if we could call this an emergency podcast because we <laughs> we knew it was coming all day. The NFL schedule release is here, so we have the full Kansas City Chiefs 17-game schedule. We now know dates and times. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, joined once again by my esteemed deputy editor, John Dixon, my Arrowhead Pride podcast producer, Steven Serta and our lead analyst Ron Cop, and we have the full schedule. Everyone has it. in In years past, I have have read it out loud. I'm not going to read it out loud. You know what it is. You've accessed it. You've seen it. I, I think we can read all 17 weeks. No, I think we can can forego that. We are just going to come uh, straight to you with our rapid reaction of this thing. I'm going to start with mine, and then we'll go around the circle here. Let's go clockwise. So let's see. i got to point this way, the way the camera is. (laughs) I will go to Ron first, followed by John and to Steve. I think the schedule is a little bit different than years past. We had mentioned the rules of broadcasts and channels holding different rights to different games, and it seemed like they were really leaning into the better teams of the league, and I think you see that with the Kansas City Chiefs. I wrote this on Twitter. When Andy Reid came to the Chiefs, Kansas City was playing 10 noon games a year, only had the two primetime games. I know that Chiefs fans were starved for primetime. I imagine tonight it is the opposite because there's only two (laughs) noon games on the schedule, a maximum of five primetime games. They don't even count opening night, so that's six primetime games. The Chiefs can get two more. No early morning at Arrowhead rolling in at noon. And one of the noon games is on Christmas Day. So I don't even really know if you could count that on a Monday. So in reality, that normal noon game that you're used to, that noon game, there's only one of those all year. And you get it in week two um, against the the Jaguars. And it's just uh, an, an incredible I think turn of events and just a sign of what Andy Reid has done in, in Kansas city. And look, when you're the reigning super bowl champions, the networks that w- have this free for all now are going to want you in their later slots. And what that leads to is Kansas city playing at late times, most of the games three twenty-five or later, and we'll see if they even get flexed from some of those games into the prime time. Ron, we'll go to you first. I said, we were going to go clockwise. What was your general reaction to the schedule? Well, I mean, I'll have I I'll, I'll say it first. I mean, I'll have a little I have a little beef with some of the primetime schedule. Uh, I I can't believe the Lions are the week one opponent. Uh, I'm I'm going to come out and say I know we've known that for a little bit now, but I mean, my gosh, they have so many different opponents they could have chose from to have a huge game in Arrowhead that first week. I know everyone loves the Lions this year. They're going to be good. Hey, I know restore the roar, right? You know, hashtag restore the roar. But I'm I. I 
first of all, Jameson Williams uh, suspended the first six games, so they're not even going to have their kind of first round uh, whiteout. You know, well, that plays into the advantage. That. that plays into the advantage, Ron. Right? Isn't that well? That's my problem. Is you don't think I, this I, a good player? You know, like Alvin Ross and Brown. That's my problem, though, guys. I feel like the Lions are going to come into Arrowhead and get and get walloped. And uh, I know, I know the the Texans did. You know, the the last time the Chiefs had a Super Bowl banner to unveil as well. But at least the Texans felt like, hey, you know, Sean Watson. You know, they, it was a playoff matchup before you know big game even though they weren't that good that year the lions will be good this year i'm a believer in the lions i just feel like they could have made it the eagles they could have made it the bills the Bengals. i mean so many different opponents that would have been such a more high profile game but i do think pete what you said about like the uh the the network kind of having that free-for-all now probably played a part in this right i think maybe having those eagles bills Bengals games more available to the to the you know the cbs's foxes you know all the other ones rather than just pinning it to the opening night, knowing that everyone's going to be watching opening night either way. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's going to happen no matter who you put out there. So I, I, that plays into a little bit, but I do have beef with that being the week one game. That was my big thing. I think this is the new strategy of the NFL because you look at this schedule and you see a Super Bowl rematch that's on the schedule. You see the Buffalo bills come into town. You see the Cincinnati Bengals. And those are all games that you'd be like, well, wow, what a way to start the NFL season right? with this exclamation point. But I, I think the NFL is saying, well, people are going to watch these games anyway. Let's get a new exciting team. They did the same thing last year. Like the bills are really good and up and coming team. And they're, they're knocking at the door of being an AFC contender, but they have no rivalry with the Los Angeles Rams, right? There's no juice to chiefs and, and lions. And so I think that you see a team in the lions that, a lot of people are going to be picking to finally break through to the playoffs. Their offense, if you look at some of the analytics, was really actually close to the Chiefs last year. Their defense stunk, which is why they were 9-8 and eight and didn't make the postseason. They feel like they maybe improved that this offseason, so we'll see. I tend to agree. John had our, our DraftKings spread article today, and the Chiefs, I, I believe, opened as, as touchdown favorites. John, I'm going to give you the floor in just a second. Let's go through the primetime games really quickly for our podcast listeners. You mentioned... The Chiefs opening the season against the Lions at 7.20 p.m. The next primetime game, week four, at New York or New Jersey. They're playing the New York Jets. We think, let's not jinx it here, we're finally going to get Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Two weeks later, week six, uh, 7.15 on Amazon Prime. This is Thursday night football against the Denver Broncos. This one can't get flexed out, Russ, even if even if you guys are are 0 and 5. So the Chiefs will be heading to or (laughs) they will be stay at Arrowhead and play Denver on Thursday night football. Uh, That is after a game against the Vikings on Sunday. Uh, Week seven is the Chargers. Uh, This is two back to back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That is not a primetime game. They they do play the Chargers next game. Their next primetime games right after the bye week after week 10. They host the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night football, 715 p.m. Uh, Eagles fans know about Andy Reid after the bye week well. So do Chiefs fans. That might play into the advantage of, of that game. But I, I you always knew that Chiefs-Eagles was going to be on, on prime time one way or another. So you get it after the bye. You have to wait till November 20th for that game. A couple weeks uh, later, it is the Packers, which was a little bit surprising now that they don't have Aaron Rodgers. But that game will be played at Lambeau Field on, on Sunday night football. And then two weeks later after that, week 15, the Chiefs' final primetime game of the year at new england and that is another monday night football game uh that occurs at gillette stadium in foxborough so you end up having two monday night football games on this schedule you have the two sunday night football games the thursday night football game against the broncos and of course opening night 
And who knows? The Chiefs were flexed out last year when they played the the Broncos. We'll see if that happens later on in the season. I know that a lot of people were pointing to that Packers game, or maybe if the Packers and Jordan Love don't pan out, the Chiefs could be flexed out of that game. But there's a number of games on the back end of that schedule where they could be flexed in. So you're looking at possibly eight night games for the Chiefs, almost half the schedule, John, uh, as we look at it. What is your general reaction to the schedule? Well, you know, I wrote a, a story uh, a couple months ago about how for the first time ever uh, you weren't going to know which network was going to carry the game. The, the Chiefs have been carried primarily by CBS for many years. And this year it's a free-for-all. They're not following any rhyme or reason. It could be any network. And look what's happened. All of the games, except for the primetime games, are CBS games, except for one Fox game. I think this actually has more CBS games on it in this free-for-all mode than we've had for a long time. Usually there have been a couple of Fox games uh, on the schedule. I haven't gone back to look at it yet, but uh, so far this is much ado about nothing. Uh, we're back to seeing <laughs> almost all of the Chiefs games on CBS, even though they're supposed to be all over the place, Which and I find that kind of surprising. I really don't have a big problem with the Lions opening the season. I think it's going to be an interesting game. And um, and so I, I really don't have a big problem with it. And, and I think that the league is doing exactly what they want to do, which is recognize that um, the, the game is going to have a big audience anyway. It's the only show in town. And why waste one of these big draws uh, from later in the season? Or I think, Almost even worse, and I alluded to this on the editor's show the other day, and I don't think I expressed it very well. Um, I think it's better to have that the, a game between big dogs in the conference like the Bengals uh, <clears throat> and the Bills later in the season. So uh, if it has a big impact on the playoff race, it doesn't happen in week one or week two. And all season, you know, that is is – the shadow that falls over both teams, however it plays out. So I'm, I think this is a pretty good schedule. I don't see a, a section of it to, to me, to me looks like a really difficult five game stretch or an easy five game stretch. It, it all looks kind of uh, up and down all the way through. I think this is going to be a good schedule for the chiefs. I think you make a good point, John, about the division games and really that final stretch where, you see the last five games of the year are Bills, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. Now, of course, there's two division games there, but I think the strategy over the past couple of years had been let's have as many division games as possible at the end of the schedule so that they're interesting. Now you're seeing a little bit of a shift, I think, in really identifying the contenders here, right? So you see that the Chiefs get the Bills later in the season. I believe last year that was in that, that first part of the year. You see the Bengals, and should the teams pan out where they want to go and should the rivalry remain as strong as it's been, that could be a pretty good game at the end of the year. You mentioned all the CBS games, and as someone who works for KSHB 41, this is a three-game schedule as far as I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, we don't have to worry about it. No, just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, it, it – it is something where, and, and it's worth noting this, is you're going to have to check the, the channel because uh, every week, it, it, in a way, it's random, especially if, if they're not at, at night, right, where the games are, are the same channel every time that they are at night, either be on Thursday, um, Sunday, or Monday. Steve, your general reaction to the schedule? 
So I, I mean, a couple more noon games would be nice. Um, that that's uh, that, that's a big thing for me. I love a good noon kickoff, uh, and you know, cover the Chiefs, get done, watch football. But it is what it is. I'm actually excited about the Germany game. That that early start, uh, I think, is going to be awesome. I'll, I'll actually dig that on Sunday. But overall, I think that they did a really good job of spreading this thing out. Like, there's. I, I don't think that there's any point in the schedule where you're necessarily like, man, they're in a really down part of the schedule. Like there's never more right. than a couple of games where you're like, oh, the Chiefs are easily going to go on that stretch and rattle off five games in a row or something like that. Like it, it is pretty spread out, which is nice considering last season when we talked about like the first eight weeks of the season, how that was projected based on uh, the previous year. It was insane. And, and this, I actually think, is really set up nicely for the Chiefs. Like, uh, you know, the Lions week one, Jaguars, Bears, Jets through the first four weeks. I actually think that's great because all of those teams have a chance to be good and be dramatically improved on last season. So playing them early in the season is good for the Chiefs while they're still figuring things out and, and trying and trying to figure out how the new pieces fit together and who they are as teams and stuff like that, whereas Kansas City knows exactly who they are. So I think that actually works out really well for the Chiefs that first four weeks, playing those teams so early. And then, you know, getting the Super Bowl rematch week 11 on Monday Night Football, that's going to be an awesome game. That's going to be an incredible game. And we know the Eagles are going to be really good again. So I'm super excited about that. And then I'm happy that they actually put the Bills a little later in the season because – They've played them a couple years in a row now, super early in the year, and it seems like the it, it's a totally different story once we get to the postseason than it was when the Chiefs played the Bills early in the season. So I'm excited to have those matchups with the Bills and the Bengals at the end of the season because they're going to be AFC powerhouses that are trying to compete for Super Bowls. Yeah, I think I think that that that's a a good point and. What I, I find really interesting, really, a, a, about the, the whole schedule is just the fact that there are, and, and let me make sure that I'm making this point correctly as I look at it here, but there are no, um, well, there, okay, so we got the one primetime game against the Broncos, but that's it as far as division primetime games. I, I almost thought that there were zero, but you get the Thursday night football game against the Broncos. Um, as the only division primetime game, very different than last year, where I think the schedule makers really were leaning into the AFC West, thinking that it was going to be this great <laughs> division. We all did. And now you're seeing them uh, lean into other teams as as the primetime opponents. There is an odd part of the schedule, I thought. And let's just talk about that for a second. Week six, you get the Broncos that primetime game that i was just talking about that happens on amazon on thursday night uh the next week the chiefs end up playing the chargers that's 10 days later at arrowhead and then the chiefs are going right back to denver and playing the broncos <laughs> for two times in three weeks ron i see you're, you're shaking your head what, what do you make of that yeah, no, it is. It is funny, you know, because last year and we were kind of talking about it last year, the Broncos games were both like, I think, week 14 and, and after. Um, and so this year they, they wanted to squeeze them early and and together. But three straight division games after kind of what I thought was kind of a funny part of uh, the schedule, too, was kind of an odd schedule or a odd start to the schedule in terms of opponents. You kind of have a lot of, you know, some NFC teams, some kind of AFC teams that are that, you know, obviously Jets and Jaguars will be good, but, you know, kind of just aren't the usual opponents 
and then all of a sudden you have three straight division games. So uh, it, yeah, it is it is kind of odd, but um, you know Denver with Sean Payton, you know they're 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 going to be they're going to be uh, you know a talk of the town kind of team. So they probably do want them uh, you know with the Chiefs early before they kind of bow out like they did last year. It's that that's the NFL just being like, yeah, we're not playing with the Broncos this year because they because <laughs> they were mad about how it worked out last season. Like you're supposed to be a contending team, and that's what you put on the field. Yeah, yeah, I think they were looking at that. Week six Thursday night game and say, well, the worst they're going to be is right two and three at that point, right? They're not going to be any, they can't be any worse than one and four. I mean, at least it would still, I think, have something that matters to Denver. Even, even if they have another down year, there is still the storyline of can Denver finally beat Kansas City, which they haven't done in, in quite some time. All right, let's get to the second part of our podcast. Steve, we're going to go back to you. So now we're going to go counterclockwise. What is your favorite matchup on this schedule? I can only pick one, right? Because I don't want to step on anybody else's matchups. Um, there's a lot here. I, I think that. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the weird one. It's gonna be week <laughs> two against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh wow! Oh wow! The o- the only uh, non Christmas Day noon game on the schedule. That, the <laughs> That's why Sarah loves it. Yeah, the noon kickoff is it. part of it. Uh, <laughs> we already t- we already discovered or talked about that. But no, I I just think that this Jaguars team is ascending, and I think that Trevor Lawrence is gonna be really good and they improved and I think they had a decent draft class and they're going to have Calvin Ridley in the mix who like Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and Evan Ingram and all those guys were great last year for Jacksonville, but they didn't have a guy that was close to the caliber of Calvin Ridley. And I know he had to sit out a season, but as long as that guy's healthy, Doug Peterson's going to dial up tons of stuff for him and he's going to be an incredible player for Trevor Lawrence. So I'm just pretty high on Jacksonville. And I, I thought about, picking week one which i'm sure no one else will pick so i'm not stepping up on anybody else's matchup but like i I kind of feel the same about the lions but like ron said jameson williams isn't going to be there it's it's not going to be quite what i think that lions team can be later on in the year and i i just i have a lot of faith in jacksonville really competing in the afc south this year so i think that's like a sneaky really really good game in week two in one of their only noon kickoffs yeah, I like the the Jaguars pick as I'm I'm talking out loud. Like how rare is it that you play every team during the regular season that you played in the postseason last year? It's pretty Ooh. I mean, I, that that yeah, has to be crazy. very rare. I think the the idea that the Chiefs are usually the team with the bye week helps, right? If you're only playing three teams, it's more likely for you to do that. But uh, that is something to keep in mind. I mean, those three weeks, I know that it doesn't matter to the Chiefs fans because everybody was so transfixed on the Jaguars and then beating the, I'm sorry, not the Jaguars, the Bengals, and then beating the Eagles mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But Jacksonville is going to be looking at that game and saying, look, we were in the playoffs, right? And they were in that game. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know it sounds crazy to think about. It. I think part of that was, Uh, Patrick Mahomes and his injury, but that those three games are going to be games that are going to be marked on these three team schedules and and saying, okay, we can, in a way, avenge our our playoff losses there. That week two game could be an announcement game for Jacksonville. (laughs) Like if they pull off an upset over the chiefs, they're saying, yeah, we, we belong here. We belong in this conversation. Steve and I in a, in another life uh, wanted to go to, to Jacksonville at one point. We called <laughs> Power Hour to Sac- Saxonville for all you all you deep cut fans. Duval. All, right, all right, John, let's go to you and and see what your your favorite game on the schedule is. 
Well, I was amused by uh, Steve saying that he didn't pick uh, the Lions because he didn't think, uh, okay. you know, he knew what no one else would take it. Well, that's my pick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steve, I, I, I think this is a great hey, with the picks, man. I, I, that, I, there was like a one percent chance anybody was going to yeah. pick the Lions. <laughs> well, that figures that that's the one I would choose. But I think this, as I said before, I think this is a very interesting game. And uh, they, the, the Lions really came on at the end of the season last year. They were eight and two to close the season. And I think you've got to give a lot of respect to, to a team that starts one and six and then finishes eight and two. I can think of several Andy Reid teams that did that and yeah. earned my respect. And so when I see another team do it, I think, okay, we should be paying attention to what they're doing. And, your points uh, about it are exactly right. I think it was Steve that made these points. And I, well, Ron did too, that they're going to be missing some pieces and they're still a new team. And, you know, there could be some stuff that we, uh, that that's not going to come back like it did last year, but I think this is a real interesting team and I think they could surprise us. It could be a very good game. And, um, or then again, the chiefs could just wallop them. You just, you just never know in the first week of the season, no matter who the teams are anyway, um, but I, I, to me, this looks like a very interesting game and I have a second place if no one else picks it later. <laughs> All right. Good to know. I think that you're right. And I think it, it, it is worth saying there's no sleeping on the lions. If you think yeah. about chiefs recent history, they had quite the night on a banner night when they went to new England and Kareem hunt went crazy. And all of a sudden I, I know it was pre-Mahomes, pre Mahomes, I believe, right? But the Chiefs announced themselves, I think, really, I think as a franchise, like we're here to stay, that type of thing. And then you saw what they were able to build in the ensuing years. All right, Ron, let's go to you and find out your your top game here. Yeah, I'll just say real quick on the Lions. You know, I I I'm going to be rooting for the Lions this year. I love I love I love the in, Lions. In week one, Ron, your, your, your turn, your turn. Not in week it? one. Okay, uh, <laughs> but no, it's just it's it's to me they're just the time kind of team that you know shouldn't have that prime time slot yet, right? You know, I think this year would have been should have been the year that they kind of build into it. You know, make the playoffs, and then next year maybe they're the team that you know you put in that situation. I just feel like it may be too big of a spot for them, and then. It just may it just may end up not being uh, a good game. I'm 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 predicting that. But my game, I'm gonna go. Uh, I can't remember who said this earlier, but uh, I think it was you, Pete. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills. Uh, kind of what you mentioned with that being later in the season. That was not that's not been the case with these games for some reason. The Chiefs and Bills. If you look at uh, the recent regular season matchups, it has always been in the first half of the year, kind of early in the season when things are you know not as important right i mean you know obviously it is important but you know the bills have beaten the chiefs early in the season uh you know before and uh, the chiefs have ended up with the the, the higher seed at the end of it week 14 it, it there's not a lot of wiggle room at that point if they have similar records and the bills do upend the chiefs there you know that could be uh you know the difference between the one and the two seed uh same with the Bengals, obviously but i just like that bills matchup being a little later you know in the cold at arrowhead rather than kind of that that nice weather it's been october september when they've played I like the, the Bills game being later. And, and again, I think the Bills are just going to be up there again as, as one of the top contenders. I think they're the, just that kind of team. So it'll be a huge game. Yeah, I, I don't hate that pick either uh, as well. I mean, I, I just think that final stretch with the Patriots, who always seem to find a way to be at least somewhat relevant, and the Bengals and the Bills really just being in that final stretch of the season mixed in with the AFC West makes for an interesting end of the year. I like the Dolphins in Germany. I just think it's such yeah. a cool, 
cool mm-hmm. I- idea yeah. that the, the Chiefs are going to Germany. Man, I love that Tyree Kill, uh, you know, wanted to see all like his quote unquote ex girlfriend and doesn't get to do so now. <laughs> he has to go to Germany. <laughs> like he's like a college guy that's like going to where he thinks his girl's going to be and he's just not there and he's so disappointed. <laughs> he, he has to like end up being uh, disappointed here. But I, I just think. Man, it's so cool that the game is growing right here. Um, and we're seeing right here at Arrowhead Pride, uh, Tom and, and Brad are just rabid Chiefs fans. They've grown a following here um, through our podcast network, and now it's extending to other countries as well. And I think the NFL is just going to start to take off more worldwide. I mean, we see how big uh, European football, soccer, is uh, uh, across the world. And I think the fact that they're injecting – good teams I, over there now mm-hmm. um, over to yeah. different countries is, is really going to help. And I think it's, it's cool that the chiefs have these countries. I know that it's Germany, Mexico, John, Switzerland, Austria, right. Are the, the chiefs countries. So mm-hmm. cool, yeah. cool, that, cool that the NFL is doing this. I know that that fans are, are not thrilled that they won't get a home game out of this, but I think it helps the fact that you're alternating AFC, NFC, where you get nine games and what I would tell Chiefs fans who are disappointed about this, I get the whole Tyree Kill thing. That probably was a once-in-a-lifetime thing unless the Dolphins were to make the playoffs and see the Chiefs and whatever, because I know that Tyreek has said that, that he wants to retire you know, eventually. But I just think oh, this will be more the norm moving forward. Like I think this is just the beginning of what's going to be the norm of like, if your team has nine home games that year, I think eventually the, the NFL is going to be going overseas a lot. So I think cool that the chiefs are 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 um spearheading this john and I, i'll go to you because you're our 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 token historian here this was really a, a thing that <laughs> lamar hunt lamar hunt would 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 probably appreciate i mean if, if we were we were guessing right i think i think he would and I, and i think you're making a really good point that and and i get why people are upset about this but you're exactly right though pete we're giving up the ninth game, the ninth home game of the season. We, you know, compared to years past, the Chiefs aren't really giving anything up. Chiefs fans who are season ticket holders aren't really giving anything up. They're still going to get eight home games. And if if we just for a moment assume that the reports that we had before schedule release day that the Chiefs are going to play overseas again in 2024 and be a road team, well. That also is a game that where there's going to be nine on the schedule because right. the AFC has nine games one year and the next year the NFC has nine games. And I think what they're going to plan on doing here is arranging it so that the team that has the extra uh, home game on its schedule is the are the ones who will be home teams when they're playing in Europe or mm-hmm. in some other in, in some other country, some other international game. So I think the issue about the home games isn't going to be as big a deal as as fans have made it out to be now that there are 17 games in the schedule. So that's one thing. Uh, And I and you're exactly right that uh, we're getting more and more fans from around the world, which is fantastic. Uh, It grows the league. Um, It's a it's kind of a, a, a good thing that we can we as Americans can show the rest of the world. Uh, as Americans, there's a lot of stuff that goes on here that we would not like to take elsewhere in the world. Uh, but this is something that we can we can be proud of. This is our game. We thought of this. You know, we made it happen, turned it into what it is today, and we want the rest of the world to see it, just like uh, 
the you know other countries em- embraced baseball back in the in the 20th century. And I'll just say one more thing too. We on the editor's show and already in this podcast, I see you're talking about these noon games and the lack of them being a problem for us, which it is. Uh, but it isn't all <laughs> but it isn't all about us and sure. one of the things that strikes me about this schedule is that this is going to be a fantastic schedule for our primary audience at arrowheadpride.com which is people who live elsewhere who are chiefs fans right because all of these games are going to be available nationally well not all of them but almost all of them which means that you're not going to have to go to the bar to see the game or go through, you know, go to your friend's house. That's got Amazon or, you know, it's not going to be as much of a struggle to see the chiefs and it's only because the chiefs are really good. So, you know, you folks who are living outside of the Kansas city area uh, and sometimes have had trouble watching chiefs games, you're not going to have as much trouble this year. And I think you should enjoy it while you can, because it's not always going to be this way. But for a a number of years now, I think it's going to be so enjoy it while you can. Well, I I also think that it it's an announcement that the Chiefs are arrived like it. Yeah, they have arrived. Like, yeah, if you look at the NBA, uh, you know, I know not everyone is NBA fans, but the same teams are always playing on Christmas. And, you know, I, I know that some fans get upset about that, but like, why are the same teams always playing on Christmas? It's because they are the teams that are going to draw eyeballs. And everybody knows that Patrick Mahomes is the biggest draw in the NFL. And now they're putting him in a position where he can be seen, as you were alluding to, John, by not only Chiefs fans that are everywhere as far as the Chiefs kingdom extends. But really, I just think general (laughs) NFL fans, fans of sport will get to see the Chiefs. And they've just made their mark as clearly the, the benchmark. And I think that is something to remember from a competitive standpoint as well. If there was ever a year. I think that teams are going to be wanting to beat the Chiefs. Not only did they win a championship, not only have they won two championships now in four years, but everyone saw the draft with Mahomes raising that trophy and Travis Kelsey (laughs) dancing around and saying, all right, and Clark Hunt rolling out those three Lombardis or replica Lombardis or whatever. And not only, you know, our team's going to be gunning for them, but everybody is going to be watching. And look, this is, where Chiefs fans for lifetimes have wanted to be. People didn't think they'd ever get to see this. And this schedule, I think, is a reflection of where the organization is Agreed. at yeah. this point. All right, let's do this exercise that we did last year. I don't even remember what we did last year as far as what record we had. I think we might have had the record right. I wish we would have. <laughs> Steve, I, think- I wish we would have thought to go back and. I think we got to 14 and three. I, I, yeah, I think I, you're right, Pete. If, if I, I'm not if mistaken, calls, yeah. but we're going to do this exercise again. We're going to go back to clockwise. Um, um, Ron, you know what I'll have you do uh, since the there's nine games before the bye. I'll have you quickly evaluate. We're going to do pseudo quickly evaluate the first five games and the next three okay. of us will take four and we'll come up with a first Chiefs oh. record prediction. I know Ron, by the way, for you hardcore Arrowhead Pride readers that are making it to minute 30 of our podcast, Ron's going to go through the schedule tomorrow and come up with a better oh, yeah. record. But this is a group <laughs> exercise, the first record prediction for your 2023 Kansas City Chiefs. Ron, take the first five games. Oh, I love it. Okay, because I already kind of mentioned earlier that I these, these first five games are a little funky to me. Just when you look at the opponents, there's three NFC opponents, the Jaguars and the Jets, again, are just both 
you know, not the typical teams that the Chiefs are playing because they're not typically division winners or, uh, you know, uh, kind of up top where they have to play them every year. So I like I kind of like that. I like having the the uh, diversity. Lions already told you guys they're going one to know. I already mentioned that. But I, I'm kind of with Serta here on how interesting the Jaguars game is. And I think this is going to be a kind of a, a, a spot for them to maybe let down. So I'm going to go ahead and say one and one off the bat. Whoa. They, they lose P. in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah you know, Dougie P gets it. the boys going. You know, they want to get the, the old, undefeated you know. no more after one exactly. week. Those Instagrams that the NFL makes where like the logos still lit up. <laughs> and, and, and you guys can thank me because we don't have to have the pressure of continuing to go undefeated the entire year <laughs> um but one and one and but i do think they bounce back bears week three jets sunday night football uh you know in new york that's going to be you know a fun game but chiefs definitely win that i think and then the vikings as well so i have them going four and one to start the season that jaguars game just trips them up a little bit jacksonville gets revenge from last year that was a closer game in the playoffs than than the score might have uh, told us all right, John. So as I'm I'm computing here, you know how good I am at math. We are at four and one, and you Wait will continue. Con- right? We lost John. Uh, we lost John's John. Up. Oh, there he is. We lo- he's back. Okay, he switched. We're now we're not cl- counterclockwise. Just for everyone that that realizes this. Oh no, now we are. Steve is Steve's on it. All right, we're back to counterclockwise. We're four and one. Uh, John, you pick up now at week six. It's the Broncos and Chiefs on Thursday night football at Arrowhead. We don't have him. We can't hear you. John. We don't have his. Think we we don't have Mike, his Mike connection when he dropped. All right, Steve. Let's go to you for week six and see if John can get his audio back. At, you know, at uh, so I'm week six. What through yeah. through nine? Week six through nine. Yes. Okay. Um, Broncos Thursday night football. Chiefs aren't losing to the Broncos at home on Thursday night football. Like it's just not going to happen. I don't care about the Sean Payton effect. Chargers, uh, I'm that one. I'm a little bit skeptical on because I do think that they got better this offseason. I still don't think they're better than the Chiefs, but how competitive they play against the Chargers over the last couple of years, I feel like they could easily drop one of those games this year. So I think it's probably going to be that early season one. And then you travel to Denver, they're going to beat the Broncos. And then the the I think the Dolphins matchup in Germany is going to be a really exciting game, a really entertaining game. I don't think that Miami's got the defense to stop Patrick Mahomes in, in any way. So I think that the Chiefs are going to come away victorious in uh, at Frankfurt Stadium in Germany. Okay, so good job by Steve changing on the fly and taking the second quarter of the year. These aren't quarters because they're 17. You can't cut 17 and four quarters, but the second quarter of the year. So the chiefs are seven and two entering the bye after, after Germany, John, now you have the third quarter of the season and you start with week 11 out of the bye Monday night football chiefs and Eagles super bowl rematch. Well, coming out of the bye week, I think you have to take Andy Reid. you know, no matter who you're playing, even if it's the, team you faced in the Super Bowl the year before. So I'm going to say the Chiefs will win that game. Uh, I think they'll beat the Raiders. Um, I, I I was going to say if I had an opportunity to pick another team for an interesting matchup would be the Broncos because I'm not sure where they're going to go. I, I think Steve is convinced that the Chiefs are going to win both of those games and they very well could, but that could go either way. I'm the other way around. I think the Raiders are the team that's really in trouble in the AFC West. So I think mm-hmm. the Chiefs will win that game easily. Then we get the Packers. Um, I, you know, I just don't see uh, them being much of a competitor this year, and I could be way wrong. 
Uh, Jordan Love could surprise us uh, yeah. when he's got uh, the full support of the team, but I still think the Chiefs are going to to win that game on the road. And then we go John, to the Bills. Yeah, John, you have 10-2 and two now going into this Bills game. And yeah, this was brought uh, to my attention today. The Bills will actually be coming off a of bye week heading ooh, into this Chiefs oh, game. So I don't know didn't if that notice, changes. Didn't know that was happening. Well, yeah. that would be a game, if I had to pick in, the, in these four of a game to lose, that would be it. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the, the Bills winning that game there. All right. If I'm not mistaken here, we're 10-3, and three, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're 10-3 yep. and three entering the final four games. Chiefs going to New England. Mac Jones is not beating Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he just isn't. I I understand the the Patriots are are trying to build something new there. They finally have an offensive coordinator, so that's eleven and eleven and three. Um, the Chiefs then host the Raiders and then the Bengals. Um, we haven't dropped a division game yet, right? Or did we drop the Chargers? Yes. Yeah. 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 We lost one division game. Yeah. I see. I don't think they're losing the the Raiders either. So I'm going to, that's 12 and three for me, Cincinnati. So here's my take on Cincinnati. Um, I think that, uh, I think that, that yes, Cincinnati is going to be ultra motivated to win this because they lost last year. But there is still, I think, a slight caveat of the Chiefs not beating Cincinnati during the regular season under the like mm-hmm. Joe Burrow era. So I think they're going to be motivated to win this game. And I think it's at home. And I think this is like a, a solidified game. And, man, Chris Jones, I watched him say Burrow had three times before the AFC title game. They're not forgetting about all that. I think there's <laughs> going to be a lot of motivation there. Uh, I think it's going to be a big game. And I think the Chiefs are going to be happy that it's at home. So I think they win that one, too. Um, so now we're at 13 and three and I don't think 13 and three gets done in the AFC. So I think, I don't think this is going to be a game where the chiefs are, are, are necessarily resting folks. I like the chargers next up in the division this year. Um, I know that we gave them the earlier game, I believe. Right. So I, I think it's a split. So by default, I, I think the chargers are taking one. Um, so if you would have given the win earlier, I probably would have given, given the loss here. So that, that ends up being 13 and four um, for the record, which I think, you know what? We did a pretty nice job, I think, being honest um, with each other on this podcast. Well, and, I'll, and, awesome and I'll just say before we started, I went down the row uh, and I picked different games, but I also came up with uh, 13 and four, you I know, we, just doing yeah, it myself. So I think we're um, 14 and three, aren't we? I think we're 14 and three. Yeah. You didn't pick a loss, uh, Pete, did you? No, they're, they're going uh, okay. 4-0 down the stretch. So. You know, yeah. I, oh. I, I had warned you guys about my mathematics skills. Uh, <laughs> nobody spoke up as I was okay. announcing the final. So You're we right. Were, You're right. So we picked one fewer game than I did when I went down. By I myself. believe our okay. losses were to uh, the Jags. Yes. And then the next loss was to the Chargers. Chargers. And then we gave the Bills that game. So that those were the, the three losses we have. So 14-3 and three again. But in the way that we were talking, it, we feel, I think, 13, 14 teetering mm-hmm. along that yeah. line, depending yeah. on how things go, which, well, look, uh, in the Andy Reid Mahomes era is right around, um, you know, the right area to be. Well, I was going to say, too, I mean, and, and speaking of that, I mean, they always finish the season strong, regular season strong for the most part. I mean, it, yeah. it, they usually mm-hmm. do go yeah. into the postseason on some sort of run. So I do think it makes sense that uh, they finish that last four stretch strong. All yeah, right. if, they, if they lose to the Bills, they're going to go four and oh to finish. Yeah, <laughs> that right. would be another exactly. way to put that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, they do. 
you know what is always true too, and and kudos to you, Ron, for recognizing this. Ever since Andy Reid got here, and this predates Mahomes, there was always that game in the like oh, yeah. first part of the season where you're like, <laughs> "How the hell did the Chiefs lose this game?" And so yeah. the Jaguars it's usually in sense. It's usually like, in October, I will say, but <laughs> like it's usually in October. Couldn't you see them just easily like rolling through the Jaguars, Bears, and Jets, and being like, "Oh, you know what we're gonna do today." We're gonna lose to Kirk Cousins right here in Week Four, you know. Yeah. Just, just start three. Yeah. Justin Jefferson just goes. We got to get that bad loss out of the way. Three touchdowns, and then they recalibrate and rip a. I what was the stat? They've had like five five game winning streaks in a row, or a five game winning streak ever since Andy Reid has been here in in the season, which is like just incredible. So, yeah, I mean the the ebbs and flows of the NFL season. We have the full schedule for you uh, up at ArrowheadPride.com. I gave you um, the biggest game on the schedule. What I what I felt was the biggest game and some instant uh, analysis. So check that out. Uh, John, I believe tomorrow is going to have the best and worst games of the NFL season. Ron is going to examine these games and oh, yeah. go in and find a, a proper record. And we're, I believe, on on Andy Reid. He's doing the rounds right now, talking about the NFL schedule on ESPN and NFL Network. So check all, that all out uh, at ArrowheadPride.com. Steve's got our Arrowhead Pride podcast network up and going here appreciate ron appreciate john appreciate steve appreciate you for checking out arrowhead pride live here on the interwebs and on the arrowhead pride podcast network my name is pete sweeney thank you for joining us for schedule release night